Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Christina. This is our podcast, Two Can Keep a Secret. Where we discuss the complicated and sometimes crazy show, Pretty Little Liars. You know it. You love it. And And now now we're going to talk talk about it. it. Welcome to... Oh my god, am I doing it? Welcome to episode 17 of... Two Can Keep a Secret. Oh my gosh, you guys. We made it. Take a big, satisfying, just deep breath in and out. Mm-hmm. We're here. We did it. We done done it. I can't believe it. I honestly, it felt like this day would never come, but here we are. It's so weird when I think back on all the memories and the times memories. we've had. Memories. <laughs> That's all I know of that song. Just that one word. <sighs> People never get past that when they are no. singing that song. Like in everyday conversation, they just go memories. You, you know what I mean? People are like, yep. Is it the song that's like, memories all alone in the moonlight? Like, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but you sounded Could wonderful. Be. Um, today we're going to be talking about the very, very, very last episode ever, 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 ever of Pretty Little Liars. It's season seven, episode 20. This show has consumed our lives. It's called Farewell, My Lovely? No, that was last week's episode. Oh, it's called... The end. We don't know what it's called, guys. Oh, fuck. I look it up? How don't I know what it's called? I always know what it's called. I will remember you. Will you remember me? Don't let your love pass you by. It's called Till Death Do Us Part. Oh, which is a very fitting, lots and lots of death and... Parting. Parting and tills. Yeah. <laughs> a couple tills. Uh, so the episode opens with... Um, Obviously some kind of weird dream sequence that's like the girls are sitting outside, it's really hot out, they're drinking like ice caps. And they're talking about... How they, their lives are so boring now that they don't have AD torturing them. And in the background, Lucas comes in dancing, wearing what kind of outfit? Like a Fred Astaire. Yeah. He's dancing. Um, he's, he's like, like a, tap dancing. like a tuxedo with a top hat and he's tap dancing. It's white. It's all and they're white. like, oh, here's Lucas. And they're kind of like, Lucas, whatever. And then Jenna rides in on a horse. Yeah, and she's dressed like a sexy circus ringleader. And then they're talking about how hot it is, and then Spencer says she's going to put an ice pack in her underwear. In her panties. In her, oh, fucking panties. Fuck. And then, and then Hannah's like, you know that exists, right? And Arya's like, what? Ice panties? And <laughs> Hannah's like, no, ice panty liners. Like, I feel like, the, did I have this dream? Like, it's, it's so weird. Why is this even in the episode? Okay, anyways. And then it's like Mona's imagination that this is happening in. In a snow globe. Because then it's like, they're like, it's so hot. And then it starts snowing. And then it, it's like Mona holding onto a snow globe and it breaks on the floor. And then she looks up and she's like, I can't believe it's you. She sees AD. AD comes in and is like, wow, it's you. But, like, also, for the, that doesn't make any sense because for the rest of the episode, she doesn't know who AD is. So how does that make sense? Does that, did that really happen? That, that That's a great point. Anyways, <laughs> on to the next thing that doesn't fucking make sense at all. 
also in the intro, everyone got the shush. It was the oh my god, shush. the sex tuplet shush. I loved it. I loved it. Everyone said that Arya was gonna get the last shush. I didn't feel that, that was appropriate because I don't like Arya, and um, I I really loved it. Like good. Everyone did it together. I liked it too. Great. Yeah, they're in it together now. That's right. The whole crew, the whole squad. It's a year later. Arya is planning her wedding with Ezra still. Oh my god. Way to drag it on, people. And they're also on like a Hollywood lot talking about how their book might be getting turned into a movie. Oh yeah, that's right. Their book is being turned into a movie. Then they're talking about how she's like, Arya's like, oh, if you keep looking at me like that, I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to be able to stop myself from doing the ugly cry at the wedding and he's like you do have an ugly cry she does have an ugly cry she does it's very like (laughs) i mean does anyone look good when they're crying i actually have a friend and i'd like to shout her out right now Anne marie what up Anne marie she has the most elegant beautiful cry of anyone that i've ever seen it's like very it's like very poised it's regal it's like if kate middleton was crying that's what Anne marie looks like when she cries it's fucking beautiful that's so nice it's fancier than you'll ever be yeah, she looks better crying than I do, just like normal. I look disgusting <laughs> when I cry. Disgusting. Uh, so I mean, Arya, it's not just you, girl. Don't worry about it. Ezra is uh, maniacally happy. I would say he's. I know he, it freaks me out. It freaks mm-hmm. me out when he's that happy, and he's also, <laughs> like you mentioned, very tanned. Weirdly tanned, but maybe they've been in Hollywood for a long time. And I think that's why his he, he looks. Crazy. So happy because his, he's so tan and his teeth are so white. And then she's like, Nee. It's not natural. No, it's not natural. It no. feels really weird and I don't like it. It does. Cut to the Emerson household. Oh my god. Maison de Emerson. <laughs> and we've got the Emerson baby. Twins. The babies. Double trouble. Double Ooh. trouble. What are their names, Christina? Grace and Lily. Damn right, that's true. That's cute. I like it. Simple. The babies looked cute. They looked like babies. They kind of looked like potatoes a little bit. Maybe they're pages. <laughs> For all this time. Did they do a DNA check to make sure that it wasn't pages' DNA? Because they looked an awful lot like two tater tots. <laughs> they had potato heads. Whatever. Babies sometimes have potato heads. Um, and faces. And like, it's pretty cute seeing them playing house together. Yeah, Emily Fields. Super sexy housewife. Super sexy housewife. Um, we get a little glimpse of Pam Fields. Oh yeah, quick quick cut to Pam Fields. She and looks looking good. Yeah, Allison is having some secret conversation with secret her. Rendezvous. And nobody knows what it is. My guess was that Pam's dying. Yeah, she was like, I'm just so relieved to know that Emily will always be taken care of. And it's like, did you just take out a life insurance policy on yeah. yourself and hire Allison to murder you? Like, <laughs> oh my god, Pam's gonna die. Oh my god, this no, is terrible. No, yeah, that'd be so bad. But that's not what happens. And then also Melissa is back in town and her and Spencer are brushing a horse. Melissa's back in town. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was not good singing, but yeah, she's, she's back. Singing. She looks good too. Melissa looks, she always d- looks oh, good. Oh man, she looks great. And they're brushing a horse together. You know what they say? The sisters who brush together. Flush together. <laughs> says that <laughs> we do you do. and your sisters brush and flush together <laughs> sarah yeah laura Sarah, you guys is that there? true is that your sister's name sarah I mean, yeah 
Sarah Laura, is that true? You guys brush and flush together since I mean, time? Since 1989? Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, I, I can think of many, many times when we both brushed and flushed together. Yeah, yeah, true. All three of us in the same, like, room. Same toilet. <laughs> at, the same, at the same time. At the same damn time. Cool. Now we learned more about your household growing up. Yep, needed it was more, weird. Needed more bathrooms. It was weird. Um, they are still fighting over the barn. <laughs> Such a full circle really moment. Is. Melissa's like, do you want to give up the barn? And Spencer's like, fuck you, bitch. And it's kind of weird, though, because Melissa's like, Melissa's like, okay, fine, you win this one. And then she's like, I'm only kidding. But like, what are you kidding about? <laughs> like that you only won this one? Or, or that you barn. won this one? Or that you want the barn? That's actually never explored. No. Unanswered question that will never be answered. No, will never the be. Fuck any questions. Melissa talking about? Any questions you have from here on out will never be answered. So true. Then we see a weird, scraggly walking man looking into Spencer's truck, and it turns out to be... Toby! He's got no beard! Sans beard. He's gotten rid of his sorrow beard. Apparently he was in Africa, and then he took a plane to New York and walked to Rosewood. He's like, I got to New York, and I just started walking, and I didn't know where I was going. And it's like, okay, interesting choice. It's very odd. I have, I'm going to have to look up the mileage on that, like... How long would that take? Well, I don't... He didn't say, so... You can assume. But this is my point, is that wouldn't you have more of a beard if you'd been walking from... Like, where did you stop to shave along the way? Like, wouldn't you have... Shouldn't you have a walking beard? Maybe you don't have, like, a grief beard, but... Yet another unanswered unanswered question. question. We'll never know. Why did Toby not have a beard? It makes no sense. Um, yeah, also during the scene, there's, like, a weird extra that walks by. Like, why there has to be an extra in this scene is so unnecessary. He's just holding a big hose... I thought that might have been AD. And he's just walking, like, almost looking directly at the camera. Yeah, Yeah, he's like, am I doing it right? I think that it was probably just poor direction. (laughs) They're like, okay, act natural. And he's like, I am holding a hose. I am carrying a hose. That was like his first big gig. That guy. Man with hose. (laughs) Good job, guy. Good job. I wonder if he was credited in the actual credits. Mm, We should look into that. (laughs) I'd like to know. I'd like to meet that guy. Um, yeah, and then Spencer's like, yeah, I bought this truck that looks exactly like the truck that I bought you on eBay. Right. Who buys their car on eBay? That is a dangerous gamble, I think. How do you, when you buy a car on eBay, how do you then get it? Well, I think it's like how you get most things on eBay, like you go get it. I, no, you get it shipped to you. I don't think they, well, maybe they drive the car to you. That's weird. It is weird. I don't like that. Okay. Um... Yeah, and then we're at school in Allison's classroom. Apparently, the in this classroom, they're reading the book that Ezra and Arya wrote together. That seems a bit inappropriate. It must be very inappropriate. It's like a romance. It's like a shitty present-day romance novel. And then Addison is like, that book was unsatisfying because your friend stole, <laughs> stole the main character in the end. From a fucking kidnapped girl. So, now the story's Brooke. And it's like, the fuck are you talking about? She's like, it's just my opinion, whatever. And Allison's like, you're not going to win this war, bitch. Yeah. I don't know why she's so bothered and by Addison's Addison. Like, like, seriously. She's like, you better not squeeze my arm so hard so that you leave a bruise because I can bury you with that. And it's not the first time you've been buried. That's pretty yeah. good. That's a pretty good burn. A good burn. That was a good burn. Allison, do you need some aloe for that? Bye. 
Yes. Um, and then, like, so it's, it's very evident that there's a bully in the school again. It's Addison. She's, like, recruiting girls and bullying other girls. And Jenna's also a teacher. She's a life skills teacher at the school. She, she smells Addison's uh, bitchiness. She's like, I can smell a bitch. Is that yeah. what she says? She says something exactly like that. And then Emily and, and Allison talk, and Allison's like, we gotta kill this bitch. And I was like, what the fuck? You can't talk about killing students, like, at school. That's really inappropriate. And if you're a teacher, you also can't call a student a bitch. Yeah. But if you're also a teacher, you're not supposed to fuck your students. So, like, obviously there are no rules at Rosewood High. No, I think it's just one of those schools where anything is game. Yeah. Anything and it's everything. A fun school. They like to have fun here. Not like a regular school. I'm a cool school. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh. Yeah. So then we are we are introduced to Caleb. One year later, they are very successful. Caleb has sold his computer software to Lucas. Hannah has some very successful designs. They bought the loft. Pretty sweet. Making moves. But guess who's coming over? Guess who's coming to dinner? Guess who's coming to dinner? It is. Mona Vanderwall. She's back from Welby. She's broken out. No, she's released. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. Consensually. Mona suggests Thai takeout, which is what we had for dinner. But she doesn't get it because Hannah's like, I have to go to this thing. So I can't. And then she's like, I just, Mona's like, I just need the gaming channel and I'll just sit down here on the, in front of the TV and, uh. It's like when a fucking heroin addict comes out of rehab and is like, do you have a little bit? Just leave me with a little tiny bit can, of like, heroin that I can, that I can like, just look, look at. at. <laughs> I just need to look at the heroin channel. Can I just watch Train Spotting? <laughs> can you just find me the movie Requiem for a Dream? Yeah, and I'll that's just be exactly. Here. It's the exact same thing. That's like an addiction, yeah, it's bro. Ridiculous. And uh, there's a little bit of uh, tension. There's tension between Hannah and Caleb because Caleb clearly does not agree that Mona should be staying with them. Which, like, can we all agree? That's a stupid idea. Hannah, you're fucked. You're fucking dumb. Um, and then they surprise... They're at the Lost Woods, and they surprise Arya and Ezra with a just a simple dinner outside. I don't really understand why. It's such a big surprise. Like, why is it like... They're like, look at what we did for you! Like, it's literally like a table outside. Yeah, I don't really understand what the big deal is or what the surprise is it's just like we're having dinner together surprise yeah um i started getting vibes that hannah and caleb were gonna break up because they were being so fucking like testy with each other yeah they were like hating hard on each other then there's some noisy christians across the lake (laughs) big focus on this not sure why doesn't seem to mean anything to me you know like christians maybe deserve some chirps but like what a weird placement (laughs) for this they're like Noisy lake Christians. <laughs> when they oh first said it, I was like, the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. Um, so there's Just that. And... Non-pertinent information 101. But there's somebody in the bushes. And it's Melissa. What you doing there, girl? Hey, Melissa, why the fuck are you walking around stalking these people? In a black hoodie, no less. And uh, it's like a very, like, they're kind of like having a very awkward campfire and like something's amiss. Something's super amiss. Hannah is just like, she feels, she, her and Spencer have a chat mm-hmm. and they're like. Yeah, because Spencer's like, the fuck is happening here? Yeah. And Hannah's like, here's the dealio. And then they, whatever. And that was like, just sort of a nothing conversation. <laughs> and then we know that some sex scenes are about to happen because Emerson are all like, this is our first night out in months, so we better go back to our room. 
and put the sheets in between our bodies so they don't touch. Wouldn't want them to touch. No, 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 no. That's not how you do it. And then for the longest time, Ezra's just whispering shit in Arya's ear. <sighs> that scares me. I was like, what the fuck did they possibly be talking about? He's like, I'm gonna fucking bare my teeth and bite your fucking <laughs> ew, something. And ew, like, ew. let's go back to the room and play extra credit. Oh. Maybe that's their game. It's called Extra Credit. <laughs> I like that. It's their sex game. It's a weird, depraved sex game that involves Seriously. teacher-student sex relationships. And, like, we're writing report cards and stuff. <laughs> I got a needs improvement. Oh, God. Satisfactory. Very. <laughs> oh, dear. I see here that in the being sexy category, I got satisfactory. <laughs> like to correct that. <laughs> I think I'm excellent (laughs) (laughs) oh dear um and then so just two people are then left at the fire toby and spencer before we move on to the two people after the campfire can we talk a little bit more about these hbo level sex scenes because i don't think marlene king has ever seen hbo there's no titties there's no butts there's a thigh grab there's a thigh grab meaning alex and i have basically had sex to the same fucking level that emerson had sex why and Arya and Ezra, their sheets, they're not even touch. Their bodies aren't even touching. How nope. to fucking fuck someone if there's sheets in between you? What's <laughs> there happening? There are so many sheets in between. What's happening? It makes no clap. sense. I don't get it. Why, 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 sheets, 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 sheets. It would be more realistic if <laughs> she was just wearing a bra while they had sex. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Sometimes you don't get your bra off in time. <laughs> and then it's like too late. It's too You're late. like, well, we've gotten this far. Feel like backtracking at this point. Leave it on. Leave it on. Sometimes, sometimes you're lazy. You like it. Yeah. Sometimes you're late. It's cold. Sometimes. There's so many different My reasons. nipples are cold. My nipples are cold. Let's yeah. just leave it so on. So I'm just gonna say this to people who make television. Just throw on a bra rather than put sheets in between. I don't know. Or just don't do it. If you're gonna do it, fucking do it. If you're not gonna do it, then don't do it. You know? Yeah, man. I don't know. I feel like it's going to make kids have weird sheet sex now. <laughs> like all the kids watching. That's who I'm worried for. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. They're like, kids, this is how you have sex with a sheet between. <laughs> and that way, nothing bad can happen. They, that little one spermy, that one eggy, they can never meet. Never no. shall they meet. Never shall they meet. Yeah, so then there's two people left at the fire and Toby's like, are you tired? And Spencer's like, want to take mm. me back to your room? Oh my God. Yeah, it's like very uh, sex deviant sexual predator Spencer on the fucking loose. But this is a big, this is a big giveaway that we that I should have recognized because they go back to the room and they play Scrabble. They don't have sex. Yeah, so that's real Spencer. That's real Spencer. That's some real Spencer type shit to be like, want to take me back to your room and play Scrabble? Yeah, that's Spencer. That's lame as fuck. But we're not, okay, so we're not going there yet. Um, Mm -hmm. Then, Hannah's trying to get pregnant, so she's laying with her legs up in the air after they have sex. (laughs) And then he says, Caleb says something, and she goes, shut up, you're scaring my ovaries. Yeah, her ovaries are a little spooked, because Caleb's mad about Mona. Then he's like, I feel like I'm just a passenger in our marriage. And I'm I'm like, it kind of seems that way, because Hannah's just like, I'm trying to get pregnant. I'm helping Mona. Yeah. Like, she's really not including him too much. In That's the decision-making true. process. That's true. Um, but maybe also Caleb's being a bit of a whiny baby. I think he's being a little bitch baby. And then Arya's phone 
rings mm-hmm. and Arya's phone rings in the middle of the night and she gets up to get it and Ezra's like sleeping like propped up, <laughs> propped up like on his back and you honestly cannot tell if he's awake. He looks dead. He looks dead but it's like Arya's eyes open like you can't even tell what's happening. And Arya takes a phone call and then she's like I can't marry Ezra. And then Melissa takes her mask off. Mask off. Fuck your mask off. Mask off. Okay. And, and it's Mona Vanderwall. It's actually Mona. Fucking come on. As if it wasn't Mona. Yeah, and Arya's crying. She's like, I can't marry Ezra. And because why I can't she? Because I can't have babies. And it's like, the fuck? What the fuck kind of doctor calls in the middle of the night to be like, yep, you can't have babies. Good night. Yeah, who's this midnight doctor? Why is he like, he's like fucking tuxedo mask doctor just shows up in the window at night. He's like, you can't have babies. You're sterile. <laughs> just leaves. <laughs> you can't do it. Uh, you can do it as much as you want, actually. Nothing will happen. Yeah, so... Um, what great news. But, like, the fact that she's so upset about it and she thinks that, like, that's a reason why Ezra wouldn't marry her, like, this yeah. makes me very concerned. Like, I don't think ever... Like, I would... If I was gonna marry someone and, like, I told... And, like, I couldn't have kids, like, I would never think in a million years that they wouldn't marry me because of that. Yeah, true. So it's just, like, it's a very... It's kind of a very sad reaction. It made me really feel sorry for her because I was like, um, what a fucked up way to feel. Yeah, true. Yeah. And, um... Then Spencer goes to visit Mary Drake. <laughs> and they have a weird fucking time together, don't they? Don't they, indeed. Um, she no longer thinks that hope breeds eternal misery. That's a dead giveaway. They hold hands under the table. Yeah, they do. Well, I don't know what that means, but... Mm, yeah, I don't know. And then we, uh, we're slowly getting introduced back to all the moms, because we've seen oh. Pam, we've seen Mary Drake. Now... Ashley Marin. This fucking goddess. She is so fucking beautiful, looking better than ever. Her hair's like a little on the orange side, but whatever. She can fucking make it work. She is looking good. She's looking good. We know who's not looking good is Allison's jacket. (laughs) (laughs) Allison's jacket is just so fucking whack. Like, are you cold or are you not cold? Like, fucking make it up. Make up your mind. Oh my god. You can't have it always. It looks like, I don't even know, it looks like when you cut a hot dog, like, <laughs> on an angle? Like, to like to look like octopus arms, and it's just like, fling, like, it's, it's just so, so fucked. Oh it's my so god. It's so fucked. What I'm gonna kind have to of find jacket a picture. is this? I don't remember what it looks like now. It's like, the sleeves are just cut, so it's oh, like, there's I no point of saying. it. They're just like, they're just flimsy flapping arms. around, but they're like, though, two, it's like a fringe, but if fringe was just two, just two pieces, just oh like this. Oh my god. Too big slice. It's like stupidest. it's like those fucking <laughs> plastic curtains that like yeah. hang in the butcher shop, like yeah, at the like grocery glitch. store. And it's like yeah. they're just like, these big plastic blinds. It's a split sleeve, is what we're saying. Basically, the jacket's not good. <laughs> oh my gosh, we hate um, jackets here at Poor Shoes. We do not like jackets. Jackets are we like bad. good jackets? Yeah, but there's no good jackets. We've never seen a jacket we liked. Oh, remember on that one show. time Arya had like a bomber jacket that was like kind of bejeweled and it had like Arya written on the back. It was like a Letterman yeah, jacket. Yeah, that was cool. Actually. That was a cool jacket. Um, so we're being introduced to the moms, but unfortunately that means that we are introduced to some of the dads. Ugh, who's back? My personal fave, <laughs> Byron Montgomery. And he's looking stupid as fuck. <laughs> 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 
And like Ezra comes over and he's like, here is some 40 year old scotch, single malt scotch from my grandfather. And then they're, they're like, che- they say cheers, but they don't clink glasses. No, they just really... gesture towards it and then they don't actually follow through. That's upsetting to me. Is that foreshadowing? Oh, but like, I've never done that. I've never just been like close proximity to the person. Like, I understand if you're like far across the table mm-hmm. and there's like 20 people cheersing mm-hmm. at the same time. So you can't just clink glasses with everyone, you know, but you try, you try. <laughs> but if the person's right in front of you and you have every opportunity to clink glasses with them and you don't, that says something about what does it both say? of you. What does it say? That you're fucking weird. <laughs> I love how much this means to it you. It really, right now. it really actually like it made, grinds your gears. It was like nails on a chalkboard, and it really <laughs> hurt me. I was like, those glasses are meant to touch each other like magnets, but you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's how I felt about that scene. Um, and and Byron says some cute things to Ezra. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. we do like you being with Arya. You've managed to like focus on making her happy instead of making us happy and like that's really you important. Respect that. Yeah. It was really nice. And then the moms are kind of reunited at the bar. It's wine time. Ella's having a real hard time dealing with Ezra's mom. There's a lot of there's a lot of clashing. Yeah. Cuz she's like she makes a joke about cocktail weenies and then and Diane just... Fitzgerald who's a fucking see you next Tuesday type character. She's not having it. She only comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's when you'll see her. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and she's all like as if I had cocktail weenies here. This is a foie gras crostini <laughs> with a fucking blackberry remoulade. And I was like, fuck yourself. Just go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, no one fucking and then cares. And she's like, I'll take several glasses of Pinot Grigio. <laughs> Just leave the bottle right here. The moms come in. Because guess what? Is it 7 o'clock? No. Is it 8 o'clock? No. It's wine o'clock. <laughs> and you know what they say? The moms who drink together stink together. <laughs> No, wait, I have a better one. Okay. That goes with what we're talking about. The moms who drink together clink together because that's the right thing <laughs> because to do. Because they are gentlewomen yeah. and they fucking know how to comport themselves. Yes, Is that they a word? Do. Comport? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a word. If it's not, it should be. <laughs> but even if it's not, don't you feel like you know what I mean by saying it? Like, I think it's a word. That's how I, think I do. I do. I actually, I really appreciate that. Comport. That, that's perfect. It perfectly describes everything. These women, they know that you put your glasses together. Just like, clink, clink. And then they're all like, so Ella's like, you know what? This bitch is so fucking whack that I want to just rip her face off. I wish we were still down in that basement. What a reference. And then Veronica is like, remember what we had to do to get out of that basement? And then they have this brief flash of like PTSD. Yeah. And we're all like, but what did you do? How'd you get out? And then Ashley's like, I don't want to think about it. And then she's like, Pam didn't drink for a year after that. Poor Pammy feels. She's always being scandalized. I know. She's so cute. So they must have done some weird, probably girl-on-girl stuff. To get just literally climbing on top of each other to, like, reach up. Like some kind of, like, ass-to-mouth type. (laughs) Okay. Lobster ladder. The truth is, they never got out, and they're just ghosts now. They're still in there. They're ghosts. And that's why Ella needs so much wine, because it's like in Harry Potter where the ghosts can't really taste yeah, anymore. They just, they just pour, pour, it, pour it, it on themselves. Down the hatch. She needs so much to just like remember <laughs> the day. She's like, ah. 
yes, um, we love the moms back together. It makes me, it makes me really happy. I love it because like just to backtrack a little bit, like I guess Marlene and some of the actresses had said like. 7B is like a love letter to fans, and I think this moment of the wine moms and like referencing the basement, that was such like a good like wink nudge. Yeah, I think there's a few moments you know? of that, and I think that that's pretty cute that, that pretty they would that one. they would do stuff like that. Um, yeah, and then and then and then Emily is like trying to fucking talk these girls out of being Addison's little minions. Yeah, and then she's like talking, thinking about how she wants to kill her. Obviously, she's thinking about her death. Yeah, two of the girls are like one of the girls is like. Well, you know, she chose me. I didn't... Sh- and uh, and it turns out that that's Maya's fucking niece. Random. I hate that. It doesn't even come into play in the story other than to mention Maya again. Like, there's no point of this. Let me also just say one other thing. Yeah. In order for Maya to have a niece, she would need to have a sibling. <laughs> Did she ever have a sibling that we ever that heard we of? That we ever heard of. No. No. Just throwing that out there, Maya's niece. Maya's or niece. Or should I say probably not Maya's niece? Oh, maybe it's like Maya's daughter. Like a little, like, uh-uh. Whoop, whoop. Like a little whoopsies. <laughs> Whoops-a-doodle. Like one spermie That's... just, like, got through. It's possible. A rogue one. <laughs> it's um, very possible. And, yeah, she's all like, Addison's not the type of girl you want to get in the, you know, the... You can't say no to her. You can't say no to her. The only way is, like, if she was dead or something, and Emily's like, dead. In- dead, you say? <laughs> We could make dead. She happen. literally starts to just like look, and she's just kind of like vaguely nodding. She's like, mm-hmm. mm, "Okay, we could." Mm. Allison did say something about killing her. I'll work with this. I'll work with I'll this. Marinate on this. They're and, like, "Don't kill her, you fucking idiot! Please don't kill her." And then it seems as though um, the only way to describe what's happening between Spencer and Toby is that they are courting. <sighs> They're playing Scrabble in bed at night. Spencer invites him to ride a horse together. Like I don't know what else to call it, really. It's lame as fuck, and the moms are drunk, and Spencer's gonna drive them all home. And Ashley's giving Hannah drunk advice, and she's like, "Don't fuck up a good thing with Caleb. Don't t- don't trust Mona. What are you doing?" Yeah, and I just want to harken back to one thing, which is when they first come to the party, and uh, Ashley sees Hannah with Mona. She's all like, "What the what?" And then her and Caleb have like fuck vibes. Fuck vibes, like. Ashley's like, oh, fuck, what's up, Caleb? And Caleb was like, fuck, what's up, There's Ashley? a lot of raised just eyebrows. Like, what the? I'm like, yo, what do you separate? Yeah. Just cool down, you guys. Cool down, guys. Maybe walk away from this one. Fucking what? It I ain't think going I like well. when she's telling Hannah not to fuck up a good thing, I think she was like telling herself, she's like, don't fuck Caleb. Yeah. She's like, oh, I mean, don't. It's hard to fight it. It's hard between the two of them. They're both so hot. <laughs> I mean, good for them for being able to keep it, hold it off, you know? <laughs> Um, I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I don't really... I don't I'm really kind of down for it. I think they probably should. And then Arya... So Arya does... And before before this, later, earlier in the day, Arya tells Ezra that she can't have kids. He's very understanding. And then they talk about it a little bit more. And then Arya reveals, you know, she's actually kind of known this for a while. She's consulted three different doctors at this point and just didn't tell him. What do you think about this? I think that... In terms that, of relationships. I think that for all his faults, which there are innumerable which are innumerable. Mm-hmm. Um, Ezra is actually a good partner to yeah. Arya in their adulthood. And he's like, we should have, I thought that we would go through all of these things together. Yeah. So what do you think? Do you think Arya is in the wrong in terms of how she handled it? I get why she did it. I don't think there's a clear cut right and wrong. I guess it's just like when you're feeling vulnerable, scared, and defense, defense on, <laughs> defensive? Wow. <laughs> what are words? 
Um, it's easy to like want to keep things to yourself when you don't know how someone's going to react. And I guess he said something pretty clear, which is like, I wish that you had the same faith in me that I have in you. And I guess like that really speaks to something that I think is fundamentally wrong with their relationship. Yeah. I think that it's possible that maybe she doesn't trust him that much because that I get that it's a really personal thing and it's your body and it's obviously your choice about who you tell, even if it's your partner or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like that should be the person that you rely on for those kind of things that you know, and it's a hard thing to go through by yourself and, and you should be able to trust your partner and that right there kind of says, maybe she doesn't trust him. Yeah, I think it's more telling of their relationship more so than like a right and a wrong thing and I think that, you know, Ezra's willing to go through, he understands that things aren't going to be perfect, yep. um, which is nice and Arya just needs to kind of like get on board with that. Yep, and uh, then we're back at uh, Emerson household <laughs> where Emily's like, bitch, you've got a secret. She's like, got a secret, can, can you, you keep, keep it? it? It's in your fucking purse. <laughs> and Allison's like, let's not talk about it while I'm wearing a pug sweatshirt. <laughs> That's not even how the fucking song goes. Doesn't matter. Because for some fucking reason, never in her life has Allison De Laurentiis ever worn a sweatshirt. With a pug. But like, why <laughs> then would she be wearing one, a graphic sweatshirt, no less, with a fucking pug that says like, can't wait for the weekend or something yeah. equally as fucking ridiculous. Like, the fuck did she get the sweatshirt from? No, no, no. Isn't it a gift? It's like a gag gift, and she's for some fucking reason wearing it. I don't understand. Tonight's tonight. For pugging? Yeah. Puggin, Lord God, and I just actually cannot get over, like, why is she wearing that? It's so dumb. And she brings out this ring, and Well, she... because a- Emily's like, you, my mom fucking whispering about something in your fucking purse. She's like, fucking tell me, and Allison's like, just let's go to bed. And Emily's like, nobody here is sleeping tonight. Until we talk we about fuck this. It, talk about this. Allison's like, well, tell me. fuck, if you're going to force it. I mean, shakes this little red box out. She opens it. Emily's like, what? This is my grandmother's ring. <laughs> Emily's so fucking dumb. She's, She's like, just what's got going here. on? It's her first day. She doesn't, she doesn't have a clue what's going on. She has no fucking clue. She's like, what? Huh? huh? And Allison's like, well, like, this is supposed to be an engagement ring. But she has to explain it, like, so simply. So Emily's, and Emily's still, like, not following. And you start back at one. You're like a dream come true. Two. Just want to be with you. Three. Girl, it's plain to see. That you're the only one for me. That's basically what Allison says. Yeah. What she says is as romantic as, as they come. Any Brian McKnight lyric. It actually, I really liked it. I felt emotional about it. I thought it was really cute. And she's, I for, I wish I could remember what she says because she says something at the end that's like, you make me a better woman because you looked for one. Oh. Excuse me, what? I know. I have to say, as stupid and cheesy as this show is often, I found the sentiments in Allison's proposal to be dead on. Quite touching. She was and like, super even when I was a shit person, you loved me. And like, Oh, I'm dying right now. It, it makes me emotional. And then she was like, but then twist. She's like, you promise that you're going to do it still forever and ever. Yeah. You say, yes, you get this shiny, beautiful ring. And Emily's like, I do. I do. <laughs> she's like, wait, that's my ring, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my grandma's. It's mine either way. Yeah, I get it one way or another. Let's be honest. Um... <laughs> And then, and then, and then, and then, we're, mm-hmm. like, back at uh, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Hannah's like, let's talk about stuff. And then she's like, wait, let's not talk. And Caleb's like, wait, stop trying to, like, have sex with me to, like, fix this problem. 
And, it's and then so they stupid. do it anyway. Then they do it anyway, but but they do solve the issue. They're like, yeah, this Mona thing isn't going to work out. And Caleb's like, how much fucking damage can Mona do in one night? Uh-oh. And it's like a challenge to find out. And then, you ready for this? Yep. Because here's what happens. Spencer shows up at Toby's hotel room and just fucks him dry. Oh my god. <laughs> Ew. That is so disgusting. That's really gross. That's really gross. But accurate. I don't, you don't know that. Well, I can imagine, I can imagine that it is. But then like Mona at like some time later, just, I don't know, knocks Spencer out. Apparently it's Mona. Who knows at this point? It's fucking crazy. And then, and then, and then, and then Spencer wakes up. Where does she wake up? Explain the situation. She wakes up in some kind of locked room. Like a a new dungeon, a dungeon for today, and uh, she's. But at one point, she gets stabbed by Mary Drake with a sedative, and then she wakes up in this like locked room. Yeah. And it's like she's on the ground, and she's like looking at herself, and she's like getting closer. She's like, "Is this a mirror? Like, what the fuck is happening here?" Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, her reflection just like stops doing also what she is doing, <gasps> and it's like, "What the fuck?" And then her reflection is like. Boo! And yeah, it's it's a, it's her evil fucking twin, man. It's evil British Spencer. Oh my fuck, guys. The grand AD reveal has gone down. Spencer has a twin. Everyone was right. Reddit was right. You were right. I was right. Everybody I was right. I can't even believe that, like, people That's... fucking knew this. It's so crazy. And she's British for some fucking reason. She's British. I knew she was British. I fucking knew it. How do you know that? I don't How know. I just something knew. To know. I could just tell by the look on her face she was about to be British. <laughs> it has the same face as Spencer. I think it might have been how she said boo. Like, She's she like, was like, boo. <laughs> boo. Yeah. Boo. She's like, boo. That's exactly what it is. I was like, you she's British. You're and everyone's right. like, what? Right. How is she British? I'm like, she, oh, she's very British. <laughs> and then we see the d- return of our most favorite law enforcement officer. Detective Barry Maple. Barry Maple. Barry Maple. <laughs> he's in, uh, I don't know whose house they're in, but uh, he's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> funny. I don't know either. And he's just like, by, by the way, like Mary Drake's out. And uh, Emerson are like, oh shit, gay. <laughs> They're like, uh, that is not good with us. You need to find her pronto. She's unpredictable. It's bad news bears. It's the day of the fucking wedding, and uh, we find out some more stuff about Alex Drake. Like she knew Ren. She knew him quite well. She knew him in the carnal way that two <laughs> lapas would know each other. <laughs> yep. Yep, that's basically exactly how it went. They fucking fucked constantly, whatever the oh, hell was gross. going on between them. Because, but how did they meet? Okay, also her name's Alex. A.D. Alex Drake. I know, the same name as me. Like, after all this time, you know, I just didn't realize that it was gonna I happen. know that you were A.D. I always knew you. I had an inkling you might have been A.D. But, so basically what happens is, it's like a, it's like a bad joke. Like, a Brit walks into a bar. And he looks at the bartender, and the bartender looks exactly like Spencer. And he's like, hey, Spencer, what's up? It's me, Ren, your friend. And she's like, what? (laughs) He's like, oh, my God, are you going to pretend like we don't know each other? Hey, piss off, mate. She's like, oi, mate. (laughs) You're trying to trick me. I think you've got me confused with somebody else, bruv. (laughs) 
That's pretty good. I sound like Idris Elba in The Wire. She's like, think you're being funny? (laughs) You're trying to take the piss out of me, mate. I don't know this Spencer. Who is she? And then we find out some flashback scenes where, you know, we've kind of, people have speculated that maybe there was a twin. So it turns out that when Hannah was in the OK Corral... Um, <laughs> she was visited, she had a vision. A vision of, of Spencer, love. Spencer. And <laughs> it wasn't really Spencer. A vision of love of Spencer, but it was really... Alex Drake. And Fucking Alex Drake. So the premise here is that Alex Drake just wanted to, like, be get in with the friends and she eventually wanted to, like, replace Spencer and it's, like, really fucking weird. But she also was the person who did that kiss Toby one last time thing. Yeah. She's like, just let me kiss you one last time. Mary Drake style. Yep. Which we should have fucking suspected it. No, God damn it. How do we not see this coming? And the scene, of course, in the airport where yep. they are arguing. Ren and Alex are arguing. It's Alex. And it's you see Ezra and then she just snaps into American accent mode. Um, like, Ezra! But before that, she was like, listen, you motherfucker. <laughs> she's like, you, I love you. I'm going to come back to London, I swear. And then she's like, Ezra? That you? <laughs> um, then, like, okay, so, like, the relationship between Ren and oh. Alex is, like, so sickitating. Like, <laughs> I kind of knew Ren had this in him, though, because of how weirdly he, how much he loved Spencer inappropriately. Yeah, Alex and was like, like, he sure does have a type. Yeah. Melissa, you, me, yeah. back to Melissa, back to me. Just literally people <laughs> that look exactly the same. And so he, she actually gets him to shoot her so that she has the matching, like, bullet wound that yeah. Spencer has. That's a fucked up scene. And then she just goes ahead and straight murders him. Turns his ashes into a diamond because diamonds are forever. <laughs> That's true. Yep. Good point, Alex Drake. She, she wears it. So, I don't know. She must have cared for him in some fucking weird way. Then she takes Arya's place. I mean, she takes Spencer's place <laughs> at the like, wedding. Ezra, I'm marrying you. Ezra, I'm going to marry you instead. I'm going to marry you, bruv. <laughs> You're going to marry me. Whether you like it or not. You're going to love it. <laughs> you love me. <laughs> that, so she, so then they, sh- they, it's like the day of the wedding. Uh. They're all wearing their beautiful bridesmaid dresses. Spencer is actually Alex Drake. Mm-hmm. It's f- so stupid. And big Arya's dress reveal. Ugh. It's too much for one dress. It's got too many different ideas. It's like. I'm a tablecloth. I'm drapes. Like a crochet tablecloth. I'm a doily. Yeah. I'm... A nightgown. Soaked in tea. Like, it's just, I'm old-timey. I'm from the past. Like, it's just... But I'm also, like, from Mars. (laughs) But I also am the future. (laughs) It's everything a dress could be. Could possibly be in one dress. Should be. And shouldn't be. And shouldn't be. Like... You know what it reminds me of, actually? It's like, um... If the music video for the song It's All Coming Back to Me Now by Celine Dion could be not personified, but like dressified, it would be this dress because it looks haunted by a ghost. It It looks like it's being held up by a ghost and Arya's just also in there. And it's like, what's the fabric that it's (laughs) mostly made of? Because it's like not good. Like mosquito netting. Yeah. It's horrible, basically, is what we're trying to say. What we're trying to say is we don't like it. And <laughs> and this is something that I've heard that, like, no matter what, like, that anytime someone gets married, whenever you see 
like a bride's dress, like you might have your own judgment of it, but mm-hmm. the truth is that dress is beautiful that for every bride, like they have their dress and it's going to look beautiful on them. This rule does not apply here because this dress is <laughs> fucked. I know. And when I saw the spoiler, like the leaked photos and all their faces are super worried. I just thought like, it's because of the dress. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> They're all just like, you sure? I, th- yeah, I thought, I thought that this was going to be a dream, like a nightmare because I was like, there's no way that that's her real wedding dress. Right. Well, Ezra does not show up to this wedding. Which so... I also predicted. Yeah, because before that, when they were talking about having faith in one another, you know, she wanted him to come talk about it, and he was all like, nah. Uh, yeah, and that makes me feel really sad for Arya. And then, um, also though, before we figure out that Ezra's not coming, mm-hmm. Alex Drake is holding one of the babies, and she reveals that... She's like... You look just like your daddy. Uh-oh, because guess who the daddy is? It's Ren. It's Mr. Ren Kingston. Ren Kingston. I know why. Like, you want to say that, like, Sean Kingston, right? Is that yeah. why you're saying that? Or, like, okay. Kingston, Jamaica. Yeah. Um. So she tells just the baby, no one else, because it would be weird as fuck if Spencer knew this, that Ren is the baby, daddy. Ren is the baby. <laughs> Ren is reborn as one of the twins. Oh, as his own daughter. Yeah. It's very weird. Um, So, but why, like, why would he do that? Like, that is not revealed. The motive behind that is not revealed at all. Like... No, I don't understand. I think it was just what she had available to her at the time. She was like, I need sperm. I have this fucking guy who's obsessed with me. Give me your sperm. Yeah, like, what the fuck? I don't know. That's His legacy lives on. She also never at any point during this show reveals why the fuck she got Allison pregnant. Like, that is also not revealed. Just like, why fuck with everyone. Just fuck with them, I guess. Back in the bunker. Back in the bunker, Mary Drake is there, but she's like, she's also held captive, but not so much. She can move freely about the cabin. Yeah. And she, like, makes a meal for Spencer and shares it. Yeah. And then she kind of explains what happened, how there was a second baby. She yep. sold that baby to someone in the UK. Yeah. She thought that her child would live a fairy tale Cinderella life. And it's like, what a terrible thing to wish upon your child. <laughs> she was just like, how was I to know that it wouldn't turn out that her best friends would be mice? <laughs> like, the fuck thought, are you talking about, Mary Drake? <laughs> I thought she'd be sleeping by the fireplace every night. <laughs> I just thought the worst that could happen was she'd have really slippery feet and she'd always lose one of her shoes. It's like, No. <laughs> no, not no, something no. to aspire to mary drake get it together she sneaks uh, spencer a hairpin yeah she gives her a hairpin yeah she sneaks her a hairpin which is then she tries to spencer tries to use it to actually get out but then we figure out that ezra has not shown up to the wedding because he's actually trapped in there too he was on to alex mm-hmm. and met up with he saw her at the radley and he was like what the fuck is going on and then she like bludgeoned him over the head which is her classic move classic She's just hitting people over the head, mm-hmm. left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. Now he's trapped there. Um, we learned some more stuff about Alex, and she says about she says how like Jenna was helping her, and Jenna wanted money, and then about how Ar- Archer and Charlotte met on a plane, and then Archer was just like obsessed with Charlotte. Yeah, and then Charlotte met Alex. Yeah, and they were they were very excited and happy about meeting each other. They got along really well. They were friends. Then Charlotte left again, and she ended up dying. So Alex never saw her again, and she was really sad. Yeah. So then she had to go see about avenging her friend's death. Then the next day, the very next day, we see Alex 
aka Evil Spencer. Yes. Going to the horse riding date that she's planned with normal Toby. <laughs> There's no evil Toby. The one and only Toby. I think he's kind of evil. Um, but guess what? The horse is on to her. This horse says nay. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yes, this horse says nay. And, like, you can definitely feel it coming like this. this I feel it coming. (laughs) The horse is like, oh. You know how they say, like, dogs can see ghosts? Well, it's like horses can sense twins. Yes, they can. And evil twins. They know. And they like the nice twin and they don't like the evil twin. And, like, then then this guy shows up at uh, at Arya's, and he's like, time for your hot air balloon ride. Oh, but also Toby shows up to the... Oh, right. And, and he he's just to... like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Calm the it's fuck Toby, down. It's Toby, babe. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly him. Um... Yeah, he so the, but but then there's this guy that shows up and he's like, Mrs. Fitz, time for your hot air balloon ride, and everyone's <laughs> like, why would Ezra plan a hot air balloon ride if he was planning on not showing up to the wedding? I know it's like his final stand. Like he's just like <laughs> he's like, Anne, I know you hate hot air balloons, so fuck you. <laughs> As a big fuck you and goodbye, <laughs> sending you off on a hot air balloon ride for and one. You, you won't come back. Um, also, the guy who runs the hot air balloon company looks jokes as fuck. He's like an old timey dude with a fucking spindle mustache. I... And like a leather helmet. Like, I don't know. He's like, hoping the spruce moose spills. <laughs> like, it's so fucked up. Then, outside of the Hastings law firm. Mm hmm. This is a big one. Jenna bumps into. Spencer, evil Spencer, it's actually mm-hmm. Alex, and she's like, <laughs> sniff, sniff. Hey, mm-hmm. Spencer, you got a new perfume? Yeah, and Spencer's like, um, it's a nah. horse. It's just horse scent and Toby mixed together. <laughs> and then Jenna's like, uh-huh, great. And then, when, and then when she's alone, she calls Toby and she's like, Spencer's not Spencer. Because I can smell it. And then Toby figures it out in his own way. He's like, this book that Spencer gave me, and then that weird time that she asked me for one last kiss, which is, was weird as fuck, and she gave me this book, and it doesn't have any of her notes in it, it was not her book, and oh my god, Jenna's right for once in her fucking life. And then the Mona's there, and they all believe, Toby, that there is obviously an evil Spencer running amok. They track, uh, they track her down somehow. They get the coordinates of Toby's old, Toby's old house. And then they rush over to the scene. Oh my god, I didn't catch that part about Toby's old house. That's really weird. Mm-hmm. So Al- back at the bunker, Alex <laughs> is like talking about how she's going to have to kill Spencer and Mary Drake's trying to talk her out of it. And she's like, listen, I know what it's like to want to kill your twin. We've all been there, Spencer. Yeah. I know what it's like to want to kill your twin sister, but you can't do it. You've got to do as I say and not as I do. Yeah, just because I killed my twin sister doesn't mean you should kill your twin sister. But geez, are things mirrored in this situation? (laughs) This is fucking crazy how similar the situations are. And um, finally understand that uh, expression, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. From the tree. Um, (laughs) From the tree. While they're having this ridiculous conversation, Spencer and Ezra escape. Mm -hmm. They think they're escaping, but Mm -hmm. they get outside and they're not actually outside. It's a very Truman show. It's like, here's the edge of the sky. I can touch it. (laughs) What the fuck? There's just a wall here. 
Yeah. And it reminds really me of, creepy. like, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Yeah. A place where there's just, like, m- trees made of candy and grass <laughs> that's candy and everything's chocolate and everything. Except in this case, it's just an evil bunker. Yeah, like, in and that... nothing is candy. In the case of Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, that's the silver lining that everything's made of candy. You're trapped in a weird place, but it's made of candy. Here, no silver, silver lining. It's just shitty. Yep. Then uh, Alex goes ahead and... Uh, chases Spencer with a fucking axe. And they get into, like, a little tussle. Yeah, on the front lawn. Yeah, so it's like, just classic, like, two people who look exactly the same, fighting each other. Yeah. Just, like, fucking Wolverine and evil Wolverine. Or, yeah, or, like... In the new Logan like, movie. spy versus spy. Yes, yes. And so then, by the time everybody gets there... Yep. They're like, there are two people that both look like Spencer. We gotta figure out who's who. And yep. it seems like Toby is going to go in for the kiss test. <laughs> oh my god, I thought he was going to too. But then I was like, bro, you don't know the no. difference. That's the fucking point. You and are... what I was going to say also is that like, he had sex with her. So it was like, do identical twins, like, do their vaginas feel the same as Or taste the same? Yeah, like, is it? The, is everything Would you the know? Like, this, these are the questions. These are the hard questions. But... I know. Of the world that, like, I feel like are very hard to answer. Because do people just don't want to ask. vaginas taste different? I feel like it's to do with, like, your diet and, like, you know, your own Yeah, like, one's a vegetarian and one's not. Yeah. I, but, like, anyways, what the fuck does Toby know? He doesn't know. That's my point. He it's can't like, tell them apart. He can't tell their vaginas apart. He can't tell their kisses apart. So this is a horrible fucking test. But then, in the end, that's not even what he does. We, actually, what we need is Jenna. She could give the definitive answer of... Who smells like Spencer? <laughs> Sniff it out, Jenna. Sniff. Use those powers for good, girl. But then it turns out that Toby actually doesn't go for the kiss test. He do- he goes for the poetry test. Classic. Classic poetry quiz. Spencer <laughs> loves. She loves a good Classic quiz. nerd shit. So he goes up to the one that he thinks already, for whatever reason, is like the fake Spencer. And he's like, quick, what's your favorite poem out of that book you gave me? And she's like, how did it have it have it have it And Spencer, the real Spencer, is like... French, 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 French. <laughs> L'étoile de la nuit de la cour. De la neve. <laughs> what the fuck is neve? Uh, Campbell. <laughs> de la neve camel. <laughs> and then, turns out Mona called 911. She's like, I called 911. And it's like, the first time that's ever been said. Finally! I thought that was the most satisfying moment yeah. of the whole series, was just them finally calling 911, like, Thank God. Yep. And uh, then cut to Ezra and Arya actually get married. Arya has a different dress. It's still stupid. It's a stupid dress. Oh my God. I know it's Arya and I know she's got a weird style sense, but can her friends help her? Her sleeves of her dress look like they were inspired by the shape of like a phonograph. Yeah. They're They're like like bells. They're fucking weird. Anywho... They actually get married. Good for them, I suppose. Then they're going to go on their little honeymoon. To France. And uh, Hannah reveals that she's pregnant. Pregnante. I like this. I like ba- the idea of baby Caleb. Spencer says that Toby's sticking around. Emily and Allison are just... Cute. Cuties. They all kind of all's well that ends well. Then... Walking through town. And then... Making my way downtown, walking fast, faces pass, and I'm homebound. And I need you. And I miss you. 
And now I wonder. Okay. Mona is in France. Dans France. She owns a super creepy doll store. Does she own it? Is it like Mona's doll store? Well, judging by the fact that she has a fucking secret bunker in the bottom, I hope she does. Yeah, man. I hope she owns it. She's going to get found out. So then she she has this French guy that loves her that's going to take her for dinner. I think he looks a lot like a French Toby. I call him Tobey. (laughs) Tobey. Then she's like, yeah, just a minute. I just need to lock up. Locks up, goes into some weird place where she has a dollhouse the size of dolls. Yeah. For dolls. And she pours them, each doll, some tea and then looks into this window where it is a life-size dollhouse. And who's in there? It's none other than Mary Drake and Alex Drake having a forever creepy tea party. And they are like... (laughs) Yeah, Mary's like, she can't keep us in here forever. And Alex is like, yes, she can. She's Mona. Yeah. And so it really ends off with crazy old Mona. Crazy Mona doing just crazy Mona things. But I love it. She's like Dexter. She's just like evil, but uses it for good. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's got to keep playing the game somehow. Yeah. Fuck. She loves that game. She loves that game. She can't say no. And then the cycle begins again. So it's a dark and stormy night in Rosewood. Some girls are having a sleepover in what looks like a pool house. And the door's open, the wind is howling. And one of them wakes up. Who happens to be Maya's niece for no apparent reason. Stupid. And she gets up and she's like, Addison? And but then the, that weird other friend, comes. the weird friend with glasses comes and is like, I looked everywhere. She's gone. I think I heard her scream. Dun, 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 dun. But we all know what really happened to Addison. She done got murdered by Emerson. Yeah, Emerson got together and they were like, we know how to do this right. We are very smart. Your body's going straight under the gazebo. About four inches (laughs) below the earth. (laughs) Hope you like the shirt you're wearing because you're going to be wearing it forever. (laughs) Is it yellow? Um, So the moment comes full circle. Yeah, that's the end of the entire series. Holy fuck, dude. It It was a roller coaster. A real roller coaster, and we ended right where we started, which makes me feel like this was all for no reason. <laughs> I know it's like it's like did no nothing nothing ventured nothing learned like it was just yeah. like so yeah so these things just are gonna keep happening. That's what we found out. Yeah, but it's kind of funny because like I don't know people have been talking about spinoffs or whatever, maybe focusing on this new group of girls, which would be insane because it would just be the exact same show over and over again. How would that be a different show? It wouldn't. But also it's just like, well, I don't know. All the girls are still in Rosewood. Like none of them are leaving. Like I hope that Hannah and Caleb leave. I hope that, I don't think Spencer's going to leave. Like she's part of her mom's fucking law firm. Like Emily and Allison are obviously set up shop in Rosewood. So what about Ezria? I really don't care about that. Maybe they'll get turned into a movie and they'll move to Hollywood or something like that. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a spinoff. I think the spinoff should just be Mona being a fucking weirdo for the rest of her life. <laughs> yeah, I would love something very dark. Like, put it on HBO. And we'd see some actual HBO... Sex scenes. Shit. Like, blood and swearing and boobs. Yeah, I would love some swears on this show because there are definitely moments where it's called for. <laughs> Like, Peter Hastings, you fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Wish someone ha- could say that, could you know? Could say that, yeah. 
Well, I don't know. This has been, uh, this has taken a very long time to recap. What, it, do you want to do some segments? Yeah, let's do some quick little segments just for posterity because, you know, <laughs> we've, we've done it all the way through. Yeah. But we'll zip through them. Um, first of all, who died? Who died? Who died? Who died? Did anybody die? Well, we found out that Ren died. Oh my god, Ren is dead. And must be pretty recently because we did see him. Not that long ago, yeah. So he died recently, and uh, R.I.P. Ren, like, you were there from the beginning, and I just wanted, like, I wish we had, like, a slideshow, just, like, (laughs) pictures of Ren. I will remember you, will you remember me? And it's just, like, it's just, like, Ren rubbing Spencer's (laughs) shoulders. And then rubbing Melissa's shoulders, and then rubbing Alex's shoulders, and then back to Melissa, back to Spencer. Just, like, ad nauseum. Yep. And he just shoots Alex Drake. <laughs> it's just like, yep, that's it. That's who died in, in this sort of... That's the oh death God. that we discuss in this episode. No one else really dies, I don't think, unless I'm crazy, but no. No, no one else dies. That's it. That's it. Um, all right. Well, the last for the last time ever, my friends, I will go down with this ship. Oh, wonderful as always, the, sing- the singing. Um... My favorite ship, I'm going to go Jenna. And her sense of smell. And her sense of smell. (laughs) It's played such a key role in the plot development of this show. It's a stable ship. It's it's just been there from time and it will continue to be there. Like consistency. (laughs) It's just forever. It's like rocks. Forever. (laughs) That's such a romantic relationship thing. Comparison. It's like rocks. <laughs> How I feel about you is like rocks. I just, the same for always. Like that song. Like a rock. Ooh, like a rock. Is that what that song is about? Love? No, it's about uh, trucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a car <laughs> is it about Chevy trucks? Well, I think it was a song before that. Oh, was it? I always thought that they just like wrote songs for car commercials, but then I realized that that's not true. No, there's just songs that are just really appropriate for car commercials. <laughs> kind of like uh, the two can keep a se- like the yeah. It's like song. was that made for it? How fucking cray cray! In this episode, I ship Alex Drake mm-hmm. and to- an unsuspecting Toby. Oh no! Because just the fact that she got him to kiss her and then she fucked him twice. Yeah. These Drake girls, they know how to pose as their own twins and get the fucks they want. They must have some, you know when people say about putting your pussy... What? What were you going to say? Nothing. What were you What do say? people say about beer flavored nipples? Who says that? I was gonna say like you know how people people say like, what does the girl have? Beer flavored nipples? Uh, no one's ever said that. That's okay, not it's a ever thing. happened. It's a real thing. Okay. Or dick flavored noodle flavored dick. I think that's how that conversation came up before. <laughs> okay, I've still never heard that saying. I was gonna say, you know, people were talking about putting that pussy on a pedestal. Yeah, man. It's like maybe the Drake girls uh, they, they got do it. that. I think they got it. You they know? got the magic. They got that magic shit. They got that fucking magic. They got clit. that good, good. <laughs> they got some Beyonce type shit going yeah, on down know. there. They I don't must. know how they do it. They're just I don't like, know. yeah, like when you think about it, you're fucking like, Toby, bewitching. how could you be so fucking stupid? <laughs> The girl just walks into your cabin and she's like, fuck me. And he's like, okay. He's like, gotta do what you gotta do. (laughs) Get her done. Also, like, Alex and Ren, it's like fucking Harley Quinn and the Joker. They're just like two psychopaths just 
in a fucking psycho spiral. Like, I knew Ren was a little weird, but, like, I never <laughs> really suspected that he would become that fucking crazy. That he's just, like, shooting his girlfriend. Like, what the fuck? Ren, this ain't you. Also, for for one last time and for all time, and to forever put an end to the segment of the shitty people that Emily dates, Emerson. I love... Oh my god, this is the perfect ship to ship. I know. I ship it. I want to ride this fucking ship. I'd like to ship it all over the world. I would, yeah, I would take this ship and I would sail her across all seven seas. <laughs> I I know, as we already discussed, like, the beauty of the proposal, it was just so cute. The cute things that Allison said, the cute way that Emily doesn't know what the fuck is going on in her own head or her own life or, like... <laughs> It was another moment where she just teleported back into her own body and she was like, what the fuck? What's happening here? Yeah, but in the, like, it was just a really beautiful moment and I'm glad that that happened. They really had their time, you know? Yeah, and I think that, like, in terms of Ali's character development, you know, obviously she's come a long way. She, She loves Emily now. And Emily really stuck by her. And I think that's an excellent sign of devotion, even when they were just friends, even when the love was unrequited, even when she thought she was dead. Emily just held this torch. She just kind of carried it. There's something super romantic about that. It's, it's romantic. Very, it's very notebook. But it's also, it's romantic, but it's also a little bit unrealistic. And yeah. I think it gives people, it might give a, people the wrong idea about what to do, because I feel like that's not how it would end up in a lot of cases. Yeah, maybe not. But, uh... I think in terms of the show, just in terms of, like, what Emily's character's been through and all the horrible, horrible girlfriends that she's had, I I like that it's Allison and I like that Allison is appreciative of Emily and I think that's a good place to leave them. I agree. I, I'm really happy with how that turned out. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy with how all the ships turned out. Like, this is the last time we're going to really talk about this and... and... You know, Ezria got married, Hannah and Caleb are having a baby, Emerson already has babies. Mm-hmm. Is that it? It's a domestic paradise, Spoby. Spoby oh, yeah. are kind of left a little bit, I a guess, little bit ambiguous. You know what, that's the only one that really I feel like fans are going to be like, wow, what a fuck you to Spoby. But I think it really makes sense. Like, if you think about what they've both been through, I mean, what a mind fuck. And, like, they have to deal with the fact that, like, Toby fucked Spencer's evil twin, like... I don't know. If I found out that my boyfriend had sex with my <laughs> evil twin, I'd t- that'd take me a little while to get over. Yeah, and it's good to take things slow. So I think it's like you have <laughs> you have every level of yeah. ship. You have, if you mm-hmm. have the people who like just accidentally had babies mm-hmm. and then they stayed together. Mm-hmm. You have people who had a f- long history together mm-hmm. and got married. Mm-hmm. You got the two people who clearly belong together who are now pregnant and going to have a child. Yep. And the two people that, yeah, are probably destined to be together, but they they need some more time. Yeah, I think that's perfect. I mean, I think we do leave them all in good places. Uh, Caleb's going to have a little baby spicy tuna roll. <laughs> <laughs> a little cinnamon bun. Aww, a little pie. Um, pie. <laughs> you want to eat this pie? <laughs> he sure did. Mind if I have a slice? <laughs> rash decisions. Ooh, everyone's rash decisions. You know what? Not a heck of a lot other than coming from Alex Drake when she's like, I'm going to take this axe and kill my twin. <laughs> yeah, I have to say that, uh, I don't know. I guess you, in this is the first time that I, like a time jump kind of 
had an effect on the girls' actions, actually. Like, yeah. That was pretty cool, calm, collected. Everybody kept it together. They didn't do anything too cray. And, um, and that's, like, I mean, a, a kind of a rash decision was Ezra being, like, something is off about Spencer and then, like, following her and, like, trying yeah. to get answers from her and <laughs> yeah. then, therefore, getting himself bludgeoned over the head and then trapped on his own wedding day. I wonder if um, his interaction with evil Spencer at the airport had kind of already I think he set already him on had, edge a little bit. He didn't know. I think subconsciously yeah. he yeah. already was like, something is fucking weird. Yeah. Something's fucky. Something is fucky about this girl and I'm gonna find out what it is. Something is fucky afoot. Getting uh, captured on your wedding day is very Uncle Jesse in Full House, by yeah. the way. So. It so is. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, not so many rash decisions. No, it was a little bit more there being rash and then there's like clearly like one really crazy person <laughs> in yeah, this situation. Yeah, her crazy really was highlighted by the lack of other people's crazy, I would say, in this case. Well, Hannah makes the rash decision of letting Mona just stay at their place. Oh my god, yeah. Hannah's a little bit insufferable during this episode. Yeah, man, she's been like that for a while. She kind of got really yelly this season. Like, she just kind of always yells. And she doesn't really have that old Hannah charm. Yeah, no, I know. I saw a little bit of it, some snarky comments, but like, yeah, that old Hannah charm is missing and her hair is also wackadoo again. I know. I know. It's whatever. It is what it is. It's over now. (laughs) I know. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. Do we have other segments? The only other segment is pretty much who is AD, but it's like, now we know. Alex Drake. Alex Drake is AD. Those are her legit initials. I think that actually on this show, mm-hmm. when we were guessing names, mm-hmm. I feel like we actually guessed Alex because we were Just talking like about- Just like as a name? As a name because we are talking about AD. We're like, well, what does AD stand for? And I think Alex actually came up. Oh, so maybe we weirdly predicted it. Maybe we did. Maybe we're, you know, people that already knew kind of a little bit. We didn't know. I <laughs> Like, we vaguely knew that Spencer probably had a twin because all signs were kind of pointing to it after a while and so many people guessed that. Mm-hmm. But, like, they must have... You know what? It's obvious that information just leaked. I don't... Yeah, I guess. But I feel like people legitimately were just like, she's acting fucky. And, like... No, I think that, I think that like, somehow... Like, it's a show. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fucking shot and... LA and like people work on that set people hear things it definitely was like some it got out it leaked that's what I think because until like the last few episodes like it there was no reason to think that and but people predicted it like a long time ago it's weird because I thought that they said that AD had been behind it the whole time but then it's kind of revised to say like AD's only existed since Charlotte died and in this storyline only the latter makes sense like and it's so silly so. like the way that they were piecing it ugh, it's just so silly like yeah it was like that was ad's goal was to figure out who killed charlotte but then she was just like but i still want to fuck with these people for some reason but what's never addressed is that you know somehow like alex drake got given up by her rich parents and then yeah she got charlotte's money but where did she get the fucking technical know-how to like build this game and this bunker and the dollhouse and like that's never answered. Like, where the... F- like, okay, they have this gigantic underground bunker underneath Toby's house. Like, who who gave the permits for this work? Like, where's the general contractor that, like, did this work? Like, what the fuck? Did no one notice that there's just, like, this gigantic excavation project happening? Like, I, I, I know. I can't I, understand this. I just really can't. 
Yeah, there there are some unanswered questions, and I don't know if, like, Marlene King will just, like, speak to any of the questions that people are going to ask, or if this is just it, and if it's it, we got to kind of accept that. <laughs> yeah, I think ultimately, when you get down to it, the, the show is not about uh, the logistics of building houses, so. No, I know, it's, you got to take it at face value. Yeah, so... I think that's it. I think that's that's all she wrote. Okay, so this is the very this is our this is the last episode of Pretty Little Liars, and our our podcast, Who Can Keep a Secret, is coming to a close, and we have had so much fun doing this. Yeah, it's been a wild ride. It's been uh, it's been crazy, but it's been so fun. We want to thank every single person that's ever listened, tuned in, listened to us, just go on and on about nothing. Shoutouts to our. Facebook followers, shout outs to our Instagram followers, shout outs to our Twitter followers, our listeners. You guys have been amazing. We've had so much fun doing this and I can't say, I don't know if I'm going to miss this, the, the television show. Right. And I feel like, I mean, if we ever wanted to rewatch it, we could, <laughs> but yep. we definitely are going to have more projects to come. We've got ideas in the works. We won't be gone for long is no. what I'll say. Um, just like AD, much like AD. <laughs> We won't be gone for too long. We have lots of things cooking, and uh, we've enjoyed uh, speaking with you guys so much that we just can't stay away, so... We can't stay away. We're going to be back. <laughs> you know, I guess it's time for the last final reveal, which is that this entire time, I've been dead. <laughs> and I'm A. Because <laughs> two can keep a secret. If one of them is dead... Oh, snap! So, from beyond the grave, bye. And from a black hoodie... Bye-bye.